Hello, hello, and welcome to the Women in Strength podcast. My name is Ro, and I'm your host around here. I'm freaking excited to have you join me so that we can talk all things business. Now, we're going to be breaking into topics, some really juicy conversations from things like systems, strategies, all of these foundation pieces that will really make sure you have a sustainable and thriving business. And we're going to sprinkle it and mash it up with real talk, conversations, topics and things that we all experience as business owners, but quite frankly, I think we need to share a lot more of. So strap in, things are going to get a bit spicy around here. I'm going to be opening up into topics that, you know, they might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but the idea is for us to build fucking amazing businesses. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Women in Strength podcast. My name is Ro, and I am... Oh, excited and so grateful for you to be joining me today. I have got many thoughts that are are moving through my head, but then also a lot of things that I'm a little unsure about where this is actually going to go. So I don't know. I was sitting here today. So today when I'm recording this, um, it's a day where it's not like a a real big work day for me. Um, It's a day where I have my daughter, uh, my five-month-old daughter. My husband is working. My six-year-old is at school. So it's not a day where I've got a lot of like scheduled work stuff in the daytime because I am looking after my five-month-old. And thoughts were coming today. Like I'm going to kind of give you a bit of context around what my day looked like, first of all. Um, And then I'm going to move into what thoughts were sparking today and why I'm recording this. So in my notepad um, on my phone, like it's where I literally will write thoughts that are coming through that are generally like, you know, strings to pull when it comes to content. So if you were to look at, like I'm looking at my notepad on my computer um, today from just thoughts that I wrote down today and there's literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight prompts in my um, notepad. And this is stuff that gets sparked when I'm driving, sparked from listening to podcasts, sparked from songs, sparked from fucking whatever, right? And one of the sparks today, it was at 10.23 a.m. this morning, um, followed by another one at 10.38. The two sparks and little um, things that are in my notepad, the first one is dissolving illusions. And the second one at 10.38 is losing attachment to your business when having kids. So those kind of two things I'm going to talk about today. And I think that they were, well, not think, these things were coming up because today was a day for me where I'm, you know, moving through life and and doing everything and anything, right? Because that's what my life is like. But today was kind of a prime example um, of like me just moving in and out of all parts of myself. And those things came up and and sparked in my brain. I was like, oh, I want to write and I want to speak to this a little bit more. So to give you a bit of context around how my day was today, um, it was, like I said, it's a quote unquote non-work day. And so what that means is that I just don't have anything that's like super scheduled at all. Um, because you know, I'm, I'm looking after my daughter and I, I don't want to, like for me, I don't personally want to take calls with clients. Um, I don't want to have anything that sets structure because when I'm mentoring, when I'm educating, when I'm creating content and stuff like that, like I want to be in that space for myself. And I also really, really fucking enjoy the work that I do. So it's, it feels fun and it feels like a, a time for myself. 
So anyway, today was a day where I was like, okay, cool. What am I going to do today? Um, and the only things that I had to do today is I wanted to go to the shops because I bought some shoes that were half a size too big when I put them back on. So I wanted to change them. And then some jeans that I bought, um, they fit, but when I tried them on again, I wasn't happy with the style. So I wanted to change them. So that was like literally all the things that were on my day. So I dropped my daughter off, um, Lexi to school. Uh, we left the house at like 8.30. Um, you know, went to school, let her go at 8.50. Um, and then after that, I had to get the injections, the four month injections for my daughter, Amity. Um, we were one month late because it's actually her fifth, like she's five months today. So I had that straight after. And then after that, it was like, okay, cool. I just want to go and change my shoes, change my jeans. And that's basically it. So that was kind of like what I had planned and just take my things with me, drive to the shops, go and do that. And, you know, with a five month old, with her, her sleep schedule basically right now is no schedule, but she tends to get tired, you know, every hour and a half to two hours. So she's basically going for a, a bit of a day nap or a, a small nap every two hours. Um, and her naps in the day so far are very short. They can be 20 minutes to 40 minutes. Um, she's not in a point right now where she can string sleep cycles together. So any parents that understand that language, she is not there. So she doesn't have big bouts yet of, you know, two, two hour naps or, two and a half hour naps. It's just not a thing right now. So anyway, that's basically what my day is going to be like is, you know, doing the things and moving through her napping and then feeding her and then napping and feeding her. And we just basically repeat. Um, and then, you know, I pick up my daughter, she finishes school at 3.15. Um, and I was out and about all day, actually. When I was out changing my shoes and changing my jeans, I was like, oh, I really need to get Lexi another school jumper because she's lost it. So I then went to that shop. Um, and then by the time I'd done that and basically moved through a couple of sleeps with Amity, it was kind of like one, one thirty, And I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to go home now because I'll basically have to come back out to pick up my other daughter, Lexi. So I just kind of bummed around and walked around. And anyway, when I was doing that, so all of that mum stuff, that was very long winded to explain a very non-eventful day. So thank you for your patience. <laughs> um, while I was doing that, I was doing business things. So on my phone. You know, I was um, doing some back and forward Voxer with one of my private clients. She was sending me voicemails. I was sending voicemails back to her. I had my headphones in as I was walking through the shopping center as Amity was sleeping, um, you know, and you could hear through the shopping center, like some kids in the background and all this kind of stuff. And it was just like, that that was just the reality of my life is like I was responding to a client who we were in a conversation that felt very right for us to explore that right now for her. I felt really capable to explore that with her. So I was like, cool, I'm walking around. I'm clocking some kilometers through the, you know, the shopping center. So I'm going to respond and, and be in my mentoring space while pushing a pram basically. So I was doing that today. Um, what else was I doing? Business related stuff. I was responding to some messages in Slack. So Slack is where, you know, my team, that's where we communicate. One of my staff members, my, my gym manager is at home this week. She's working from home from Tuesday to Friday, um, basically putting our old website onto a new platform and filling in Squarespace. So I sent her home for the week to do that. And she was, you know, sharing things with me and we were just having a little bit of back and forward and she was showing me what it looks like. And it was so fucking exciting because it's coming up so nice. So I was doing that. Um, and then I was also just confirming, you know, I've got a new one-on-one -on -one client that came into my world basically, what's today, Wednesday, like yesterday. 
So someone slid in to, um, actually she slid into my emails and said that my website wasn't working. Um, the contact us button wasn't working. So sent me an email. I slid into her DMs, had a chat, you know, back and forth about her business and, you know, approached mentoring and what she needed and all that kind of stuff. And I was just tidying up when we're going to start. And this was all through the power of my phone. Um, then I was sending, you know, a message to my VA. Hey, can you please set up this new one-on-one client, send her invoicing, send her cal- Calendly to book calls. And that's things that happened today and a Wednesday while I was doing like a quote unquote non-work day. Um, but it, you know, that's work and uh, it felt like I can do that. And I did do that. And it was very successful. It didn't feel like it was a challenge or anything like that. But I think I should, you know, this quote unquote non-work day that I say, it's just non-call day. Like that's basically what it is. And like, this is the reality of what it looks like for my day today. Um, and that's typically nothing like special. That's just a normal kind of day, um, of what it might look like. And then I got to, you know, spend time with my daughter and, we just, we had a bit of time to spare before we went and picked up Lexi after school. So we just kind of sat, um, I took her out of her pram. We sat and watched this, like, you know, this play center thing inside a shopping center for like 45 minutes. And I talked to this grandma that had her three grandkids there. There was two twins and a, and another kid and we we're just chatting. And I was like, cool, just having a bit of a chat. And yeah, that's basically how my day worked. And then I got home and, and, and that was it. And so as I was kind of moving through my day today and then I was writing those notes. So it was like 10, 23, 10, 38 when I wrote those points, right? Like I was just reflecting and I put it on my Instagram stories too about like some stuff that I did today and just like, you know, waxing and waning between all parts of me and waxing and waning between a business owner and a mom and mingling it all together and not like, you know, like not losing sight of the things that I love. And like, I'm going to talk to talk to you now about these two points that I wrote down, dissolving illusions and losing attachment to your business when having kids, because I have a lot of conversations about these things. And, and in all honesty, like, I actually don't think I speak to mother, being a mother in business that much, whether it's podcast, whether it's Instagram. And like, I've just felt like a real big pull over recent, I would only say recent weeks actually to speak to it more because I do actually get a lot of conversations about it. Um, whether people are parents currently or want to have family, um, like I get a lot of conversations and, even if people don't want to have children, they'll also bring conversations to me about like, how are you doing this? And like, how are you juggling these things? And like, what's, what's your life actually like? Because it looks really, really busy. And so I want to bring some airtime to it because I think that it's a valuable conversation for not only women that want to have children, but anyone that wants to be a parent, um, and even like if you don't want to be a parent, if you don't want to build a family, like, you know, this this kind of like conversation around making it all work, regardless of, of like irrespective of how you want your life to live. And I think like opening the conversation for women that want to be mothers and want to run businesses and really just getting super honest and super open around like what my life is like and what that looks like. I think is a valuable conversation. So 
Yeah, we're going to start with the first kind of point of like dissolving illusions. <laughs> and the reason I wrote dissolving illusions is because like, I just honestly think that people think I'm a fucking superwoman. And like, I love that. And I appreciate so much when people like, you know, make comments to me or celebrate me of like, wow, like, how do you do all this? And like, you know, you're a superwoman and you're such a queen. And I fucking love that. And I thank people so much for like, giving me those sentiments, but I also like to have a more deeper conversation with them about like just dissolving illusions of like what you see and like what it's actually like. And when I say what it's actually like, that hasn't got a connotation of it being like difficult and shit. But like, I do think that people think that I'm like more majestical than I am. And that's not in a self-deprecating way whatsoever. It's just like, there's this illusion or this kind of narrative that it's so difficult and it's so hard and like I'm kind of a magical person that can do it. But like honestly, it's not that it's hard. It can be difficult, but it can so be done. Like it can so be fucking done if that's what you want for your life. If you want to have children, if you want to continue to run a business, 110% you can do that. And I want to just show you how I do it. Um, and not to say that this is the way to do it. This is the way that I do it. But like, I just want to have that conversation that it's so fucking here. Right. So this illusion, I guess with where I'm going to go with dissolving illusions, I think that people think that I do it all and I don't, I have a lot of helping hands first and foremost. So first of all, like dissolving the illusion that I do everything, I don't. I've got a team that are in roles and I've got contractors and people that are higher that are in roles and I've created my business life to have people in spots and in roles where they fucking shine and where they can do work that I can't necessarily do or don't necessarily want to do that allow my businesses to keep going, right? So like if I think from a mentoring capacity, I have a newly appointed VA actually, and I hired her, um, I think it might've been like, actually, no, not think, I do know because I messaged her, it was like a couple of weeks before my daughter Amity was born. And then it was like a couple of days before she was born, I was like, oh, FYI, I feel like I'm going to go into labor in the next couple of days in case I go a bit MIA. And I just remember like I hadn't had a VA for mentoring or for this work that I do or just a personal VA. Um, And I just felt this notion that I was like, I'm going to need some help. And so I hired her and I hired her like a couple of weeks before I gave birth. And that was like one of the best things that I did because I just knew that my life was going to get really way more, you know, just not scarce with time. I don't want to use that, but like I knew that I was going to need help. So my VA does a lot of stuff for me. You know, when I sign this new client, like I basically sent a screenshot of our message through the DM and I was like, here's the email address, here's her name, blah, blah, blah. Can you please sit her up? Like that's something that's quite easy, but like it's 6.15 as I'm recording this podcast and I've really felt the pull to record tonight. It's not a tr- like a normal time that I would do, but I was like, I really want to speak to this. It feels really right. And that's something that I could have set up as this new client, but like I just didn't want to. And like I would rather speak to you guys, right? So like she helps me with so much stuff. You know, she helps me 
I've got a new program that started and she's been doing like login details and like, you know, filling in lessons in Kajabi and doing all of that beautiful aesthetic stuff. Whereas I've been recording and creating the content for that. And then I'm sending it off to her. You know, she's been having a look uh, she updated my my website recently. She just went ahead and updated one of my eBooks recently and got that back on the website. And it's like all of these things that are there and are, they are time consuming. Like there's been so much that she's done in the last fucking month that honestly it would have taken me months and months and months to do because of just competing time. And so I like I'm able to mentor and I'm able to create launches and create programs and fucking do all those awesome things on the outside because my time and energy is there and I have delegated other stuff off to her and she is so fucking good at it, honestly. So like the illusion of like time in that space is like you do it all. And it's like, no, I fucking don't. I do one part of this particular business, which is staying in my mentoring space. Cause that's the stuff that I'm really, really fucking good at. I stay in the space around launching and creating collateral and talking to my audience and like creating content for you because I fucking love it. And this is where I shine. This is my zone of genius. Right. And so there's all that illusion. And then the other illusion around like the gym. So I honestly, like sometimes I forget, and this might sound real fucked up, but sometimes I forget that I'm a gym owner. And maybe, no, actually, I take that back. It's not that I forget that I'm a gym owner, but it's like, how do I explain it? Because the gym runs so fucking seamlessly, it's like, I feel like I'm just like this, like I have a gym and I have a community and I have a team and all those things, but like, it is just at a point now, and I'll explain how I've got to this point. It's at a point now where it's just fucking fun and it runs seamlessly and I know what's going to come up. And if I have something that comes up, that which I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Like I know where to go and I know what to do and I know how to hold myself through figuring that shit out because I've done gym ownership. Like this is 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 2, 3, 3. Yeah, six years. Like I've... I've been in gym ownership for six years and it's not to say that gym ownership is easy. That's not even the right word or the right conversation, but it's like, it's like anything, right? Like the more you do something and the more you know things that come up, it's just like a second fucking language to you. And gym ownership is just like a natural fucking language for me now and like problems that come up or challenges that come up, like I just, it doesn't feel like an issue. It doesn't feel like a problem. It just feels like, okay, this is what's here. And like, what do we do now? And that's why like with gym ownership, it's not that I forget that I'm a gym owner. It's just that it's so seamless. And like, it's just so natural for me to have that part and like to have that business. And yeah, to like move through that part of my life in as much ease as it is. And like, actually, no, like it is that much ease to be fucking frank with you. It's not that it's easy, but it's that it does get to ha like move with ease. It moves smooth. It moves seamlessly. And that's not to say that smooth and seamless is without challenges and with without, you know, hurdles and things like that. But the challenges and hurdles that come up, whether it's gym ownership or whether it's mentoring or whether it's whatever business is, like I just, because I am a fucking astute business owner, I can just move through these things with ease. And like, 
yeah, like it actually feels so convicted to say that because like I'm, I have successful businesses because I'm good at business because I love business. I love when things need to be figured out. Like that's what business ownership feels like for me. It feels like, how do I figure this out? And like, what can I do? And what do I need to do to change the outcome from where I am here to where I need to be? And like, I can just fucking move through that. And that's like the business, like that's business owner, like mindset, right? And just, I'm going to go on a small tangent because I think it's relevant. Like I've been speaking about this to my, my private clients recently around like business ownership versus entrepreneurship. And like, it's two different fucking energies, right? Business ownership to me is it's like living in the now. It's like, what's the current? What's the problem? What's the struggle? What's the thing that's happening? And how do I figure that out? And how do I problem solve? Like, that's what it feels like. And business ownership, it can be quite reactive, right? So like, if you think about your businesses, whoever that's listening, whether you're a gym owner or, um, you know, a sole trader with your own clients, let's just say some clients finish up. Like the problem is like, how do I go ahead and fill those spots? Like that's a current thing that's happening in business, but you can move through it. And like these things that happen in business, like that's a reactive measure. A client finishes up and it might be out of the blue, let's say. Let's just say someone's moving away, had an amazing opportunity through work. You have to react. And I think the word of being reactive in business has such a negative fucking connotation to it. And it's like, no, I am reactive. And that's like a fucking huge superpower to me because I'm agile as fuck. Like if we have a client that cancels, you know, out of the blue, I have the skills and tools to be able to fill those spots through marketing, through lead generation, through doing the things that I know that are going to be effective for our audience. I know how to do that. And that's a reactive measure because the person has, you know, had to, to move away, meaning we've got a spot available I've had to react to that particular thing that's happening in business and I know how to change the outcome of my business. That's reactive and that's fucking beautiful. And like the ability to be reactive, to me, it's being like fucking agile and responsive, right? Like it's about kind of like a reframe from reactive to responsive. And like, that's what business ownership can feel like to me. And that's what it feels like in the day to day. It's that responsiveness. It's that ability to be agile. It's that you know, ability to make decisions, to be decisive, to figure things out, to problem solve. And that's the mindset of like business ownership. And that's so needed as a business owner at times. Like if I think about gym ownership, that mentality of being a business owner is fucking needed in the day to day. Like I have to be my business owner mentality, right? And I have to be my business owner skill set. Now, how that is different to entrepreneurial mindset and entrepreneurial skill sets is entrepreneurial mindset is the vision. It's the future. It's the legacy type shit. And honestly, I've been speaking like I think I've said legacy shit like so many times in recent months because this is pivotal for me and this is pivotal to the people that are sitting in my space right now in my world and my businesses. Like entrepreneurial mindset is it's thinking bigger. It's looking at where your business is going. It's looking at where you're going. It's picturing yourself in your future vision. It's picturing your businesses in your future vision. It's thinking about where is that legacy shit that you are stepping into? 
What are you creating? What are the courses that are going to be legacy courses? What are the, you know, moves that you're going to make in business that are going to fucking set you up for the next year, next two years? What are the moves that you're going to be making? Where are you investing your money in yourself so that you can raise yourself to a different level of entrepreneurship, right? And so like living in business owner mindset versus entrepreneurial mindset, like both are important when you own a business, But like teetering between those two fucking things is like, what is relevant right now? And I just wanted to speak to that because I think that that is just like, it's just something like it's a thing that is so relevant to so many people that I work with. And when I just explain it, when we have a conversation about it, you know, it's putting language around it and they can go, oh yeah, okay. I'm, I'm just living too much in business owner mindset. And I'm like, yeah, we need to get into that entrepreneurial mindset. If you want to stretch further than where you currently are, stretching further than where you currently are is not a business mindset. A business ownership mindset is not going to help you with that. An entrepreneurial mindset is going to help you stretch. And so, yeah, like I hope, I hope that makes sense. And I, I wanted to kind of bring that up as it's coming. So like this dissolving illusion stuff, right? Like if I think about me hiring a VA when I was like, I don't know, just about to have a baby, like that was a decision that was made out of both. I need someone to help me in the, in the interim of fixing some of these things and helping me with these problems that was like business owner. But I also was like, I can actually do that because I, I, you know, I took, um, when I had Amity, I was still doing, I was definitely doing some mentoring, but I had deliberately reduced my books. Like I didn't know how my baby was going to go. I didn't know what her sleep schedule was going to be like or what she was like as a baby or as a person. So I was still, um, you know, mentoring, but I cut who I had in my world at that point in time to, to give myself the space that I needed. And so there was some stuff from a business owner mindset that like needed to be done. Um, you know, I needed to clean up my website. I needed to do some like backing kind of stuff, but I hired her with my entrepreneurial hat on. Cause I was like, you know, I know that I'm going to be launching and stepping into some big shit in the next financial year. And like, as I'm recording this, like Amity is five months today. And I literally started my 12 month program this week right? And I've taken more spots on, I've, you know, welcomed more people into my world, all that kind of stuff. And like I hired her five months ago, right? When I had actively reduced my workload and there was definitely some stuff to tidy up, but I wanted her to start then because of where I was going and because of that future that I was holding for myself for this next financial year. And I'm living in that right now. You know, I had an over six figure, um, launch for this program. Um, I launched it over two to three weeks. I launched it when it was school holidays. I've done masterclasses. I welcome new one-on-one clients in. Like I knew, I knew that this shit was building and I knew that I needed help and I knew that I couldn't do it all. And so I hired her to help me take my vision from where I was when I had, you know, just welcomed my new daughter into the world to what I'm holding right now. And like, we've done what we needed to do for our current staff And now I'm going to be working on the next future vision. And the dissolving of the illusion is that I can't do it myself. Like I have the vision and I have that mindset, but I can't do some of that grunt work. I'm not particularly good at some of it. I get really sidetracked because my brain is in that entrepreneurial mindset. And I want to live in that because I'm fucking good at it. And like, I want to be in that space of mentoring and coaching and sharing conversation, all that beautiful stuff with my mentees and my clients And also have space to do that for my businesses. So 
there is just such a big illusion that in that business and and my other business of mentoring, which is this current, you know, the current podcast that you're listening to, I fucking do not do it myself. I live in the stuff that I'm really good at. And it's the same with gym, you know, gym ownership. I have got a fully flourished team that have been with me for many years and like I've spent so much time, like I've been in, I've owned a gym for six years. This is my second gym and I've been in the industry for 10 years and I've done so much work over the years of like understanding what people need in order to grow. Like I've not only had a gym for six years, but I've also had staff for seven years and learning how to manage staff and learning how to support staff through systems and learning how to mentor staff and create environments for them to succeed and create environments for them to have autonomy within their own roles is something that I've worked on really, really hard so that I can have this space now where they can take charge of their own work, right? And they can take charge of their own roles and roles, right? And like, oh, like I've got a, I hired as well in the school holidays. Like that's fucking wild. Like it's, I'm just, it's, it's so weird. Like as I'm sitting here, things are dropping through. Like it's first week of the term three of the school year. And like the first school holidays were a bit of a shit show because I was like, I had no fucking idea how difficult and both. Yeah, it was just really hard. But the school holidays, it was so enjoyable. My dad was also here from New Zealand for one, one week of it. So we were, you know, out and about doing things. My daughter turned six. I was launching my over six figure launch. Um, I also hired during that time and great. Like if you think about all those things, I actually like, as I'm saying this, there was a lot of stuff that happened in two weeks actually, but dissolving evolution is that like, I didn't do it all myself and I, I didn't do it all myself, but I've done a lot of stuff for years to get us to a point to enable people to step in. So my gym manager, you know, she was being that point of contact for my, my coaches because that's her job and that's how she fucking shines. My coaches were being their amazing selves and their amazing coaching abilities for our clients. You know, our systems at the gym, when we had new clients start, like I think over that two weeks, there was like five clients that started as well. And it's like our onboarding system, our first week, you know, our programming, like all of that is done. And my coaches are so fucking amazing at what they do that they can do what they need to do for our clients. And it's like, I'm not doing all that. Like, this is not me doing fucking everything, right? And it's not my job to do everything. It's my job to, it's not, what I was going to say is it's my job to empower the people, but like that implies that they don't have power. They do fucking have power. It is my job to create and set the scene and create the platforms in order for them to unleash their power and in order for them to step into their fucking strengths because because they can do that, they are able to take charge of what's going on. And this is how, you know, Empire, my gym, that's how that runs as fucking smoothly as it does. It's not from me. I mean, obviously there's a huge element that is from me because I've set things up in the foundations and I continue to, you know, create those platforms and, and harbor our team. But every single person 
in my team plays a huge fucking part in that. And I love and have so much fucking gratitude to everything that they bring to my business because without them, we wouldn't be able to make legacy type shit happen. (laughs) We wouldn't be able to do what we do. And I wouldn't be able to have a business that welcomes people, new people into the business with the service level that is maintained over and over and over again for two weeks while I've got, you know, my dad here and I'm launching and all that kind of stuff. So the illusion that I'm doing everything it's let's break it because I'm not, it's other people. Right. And like stepping into that, like, I'm going to speak to something now that's coming through because I think that, yeah, like it just feels right to talk to it. When I, when you scale, like scaling is this weird part, right? Where I'm so happy that I've been able to scale my businesses to where they're at. And when I say where they're at, it's about my businesses have four people employed full-time and a fifth that's about to start in a couple of weeks and myself, like I've been able to scale. So they have a full-time career. I've been able to scale that we have almost a hundred ladies that train with us. I've been able to scale that we have a three level 24 seven gym that's available for our private clients that has fucking top-notch equipment. Like I've been able to scale to do all those things. And when it comes to scaling, like there's so much happiness and like, wow, we've fucking built this and I've built this from myself and then to involve people. But there's also this, sometimes this weird point of like loss. And like, if this doesn't resonate for you, that is so okay. But I think for some people that will get to a point of where they scale, it's weird when you delegate yourself out of things. And like, yeah, like, the last five months I've spent more time at home. Like I've worked from home way more than ever before. And like, there's been this weird, like FOMO kind of points where I'm like, Oh, I just miss, I miss them. And I wonder what they're doing. And it's like, it feels like a loss sometimes that I've delegated myself out of things. And that's not a loss that I want it back because I love seeing them step up and take charge in their space. But it's just this weird tug and pull sometimes of like, I'm so happy to see other people shine, but also I miss that. And like when it comes to scaling and delegating yourself out of things, you know, a prime example today where my gym manager was doing our website, like she's so fucking good at this stuff. She's so good at it. And I actually, yesterday I caught myself, well, I, I actually did this. Um, or maybe it was today. I can't even fucking remember. Like my comment in our Slack channel was like, fuck, I wish I was doing this. I really want to do it because it's like, I find that stuff fun, but I've also like, I just don't have the time to do it. And also she can do it fucking better than I can. And like, there was just this like ping in my heart was like, Oh, I want to do that. Like, I want to sit there for two, three days and like work on this website And like, it's just this weird, like loss kind of piece and this weird, like spot of like, wow, I love to delegate, but I wish I could do that too. And when you're delegating and when you're scaling, you will go through points of that where it's like, I'm so happy that someone's doing it, but like, I also want to do that. And like, you have to be mindful about your actions. And like, I could easily have gone in and done that website, right? I could have easily gone in and done some other things and kept myself on particular tasks and keep myself on particular roles and like held it back from other people. But that's more from like my ego speaking, right? Of like, I want to do it all. And like, that's not to say that if I wanted to really wanted to do stuff, I can take things back because 
you know, it's, it's my business. And if I really felt that I wanted to continue to do those things, I would do that. But I also know that it's so important and pivotal for their growth and it's so within their zone of genius, right? So it's like, it's just checking your ego and going, what's actually fueling this and what's driving this. Um, and yeah, like it's just this weird piece with scaling as you get bigger and as your team, you know, if you have teams and if you delegate out and all that kind of stuff, like sometimes it does feel weird and odd and a sense of loss and a sense of FOMO and like, you know, just a bit of an outsider sometimes, but I'm so okay and wanting to be in that space so that my team can step up and live in their best self, right? And like when I go in for a meeting and I see them taking charge, I'm like, I just sit there in like awe and like so much, so much being in awe of them of like, fuck, they've grown and like, fuck, I just love watching them grow as well. So yeah, scaling can be super, super weird. But, you know, as you can probably tell and like here as I'm going on these tangents, like there's such a, an illusion that I do it all when it comes to gym ownership. And like, quite frankly, I don't. Like I actually don't, it's not able to be like our space would not be possible without other human beings sprinkling their, their magical shit on it, honestly. And like, yes, I know that I am, you know, I am the owner. I am the founder. I am the person that has created it. And I know that I have got a big feeling and there is a big energy of me in everything because I have created and I will make, you know, vision decisions now and strategy decisions now. So I underpin a lot of stuff, but like the day-to-day stuff and like even the future vision stuff, because I love when my team brings stuff to, you know, me and to management and stuff like that. Like they do a lot as well. And like, there's just an illusion that it's all me and it's fucking not. But I also know that it wouldn't be able to be like BBB wouldn't be able to be her magical fucking beast. If I let my ego like constantly win and being like, I have to have my fingers in every fucking pie because the way that I think about BBB and you know, remember at the start I said like legacy type shit, like BBB is a legacy. Like this business is a fucking legacy. And like, what I mean by that is like, I know that if anything were to happen, let's just say I were to fucking die, honestly, let's say something happened and like, I couldn't be here. Like BBB would live on without me. And to me, that's really important. Like she would be able to live on without me because of the systems and the foundations and all of that kind of shit that I've created. But also because like, not only is like the energy of my staff so intertwined into BBB, but like the energy of our community, of our individual women, of our individual people that come and join us, like that's all intertwined. And like the values and beliefs and mission of what we are as a business and who we are as a community, like regardless of who's coming in, who's going out and how that lives, like it's just such a ingrained in fucking BBB ethos, right? And like that to me is so much more important because when BBB can continue to live without me, then it means that the humans that come into BBB and the humans that are a part of our community can continue to get what they need to get from her, right? And so what I mean by that is like BBB is a space for our women, for our humans to fucking step into their strength in every fucking way. And 
because she can exist and continue to exist as a legacy, like our women, our community will get what they need. They'll have the safe space to come, to unfold, to unleash, to take a weight off, right? But they'll come to fucking explore their strength and to explore their capabilities. And like, think about it. If I were to be like, oh, you know, what's going on here? Or tell me what's going on here. Or I want to do this. Or, you know, I want to have complete control over fucking everything and like micromanage shit to the days and try and like literally control every single fucking piece of the business. Like that's just my ego trying to control shit. Whereas when I create structures and strategies and foundations that give people guidelines, but allow them to bring their own finesse to it and their own magical shit to it, I've still got that structure, but then I continue to let her live on bigger than me. And that's why I know, especially in the next couple of years, like she's getting fucking bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm not, I'm not meaning from like how big our gym is. Like I certainly don't want to move from our location anytime soon, but like we've got some fucking massive projects that are going to come up and it wouldn't be possible if I was only doing it myself because I'm only one person. So this dissolving of the illusion around BBB and the power of BBB She's only capable to be this beautiful bitch because of everyone that is involved from management to staff, to coaching, to contractors, to help, to cleaners, to fucking whatever, to our ladies, to, you know, future ladies, to human beings, whatever. Like, holy shit, she is she who she is. And that's fucking so much more than just me. <laughs> and so there's such an illusion, right? And it's like... I think you can understand through this conversation that I'm just being straight up that like I get a lot of help and I'm very intentional with the help that I hire and I'm very intentional with the the roles that I create and the structure that I create to help these people to thrive and to absolutely take wherever they are in my businesses and go with it. But then I also want to speak to this next kind of note that was in my notepad, which is like losing attachment to your business when having kids. Like... I think that this point of like identity, right? Like when you're a mother, you know, you know, there's this kind of fear that you'll lose your identity and whether it's business ownership or like your identity as a person, like I'm very fucking intentional with staying in all parts of myself. So it's not just business, but like it's me training, like as a powerlifter, it's me you know, as an intellect and like reading and writing and stuff like that. It's me as a business owner. It's me as an entrepreneur. It's me as a friend. It's me as a wife, like losing attachment to all of these parts of yourself. Like I fucking get it. I get why the fear can be there because when you're juggling children, like it can be difficult, right? And it takes intentional effort to honor all these parts of yourself, but that can be, that can be hard and hard doesn't mean that it's impossible and hard doesn't mean that it's a real big fucking challenge, but it, it, it can pose things like, let's be fucking real. Like I haven't read a book and I'm like, I fucking love reading. I just rubbed my eyes cause my eyes are getting sore. Like it, I'm tired now <laughs> because I've had, it's been a big day, but like, I just wanted to step in and record this podcast and do all that kind of stuff 
And I had a, a, you know, a very impromptu chat with something about powerlifting because nationals are coming up, but it was like, that was intentional for me to do. And I knew that, you know what, like I could show up in whatever space, like I'm showing up podcasting, rubbing my fucking eyes and telling you guys about it. Right. Like I was on this phone call with head office around nationals and it's like, it just, it is what it is. And like, I'm showing up as this person. And so I think that people will lose attachment to certain parts of themselves because it's like, oh, we have to show up and present ourselves in the best light. And it's like, no, like I'm a mother, I'm a business owner, I'm a wife, I'm a person, all these fucking things. And I get tired. And that doesn't mean that I can't show up. That means that I can honor rest if I want to, and I will. You know, I'll record this podcast and I'll be done with my day. But like, I'm also okay to show up fucking tired and messy. And like, I'm literally in fucking tie-dye track pants with a long sleeve shirt on and a robe. And I've got one slipper on. Like, <laughs> like I'm a literal, like on the outside, a hot fucking mess. But on the inside, I'm a fucking grounded bitch, right? And it's just like losing attachment to your business You don't have to lose attachment to your business, but you have to be intentional, honestly. And you have to be intentional with honoring what you want to do. And what I want to do is record a fucking podcast right now for you. And what I want to do is run some fucking beautiful businesses. And what I want to do is mentor. And what I want to do is voxer throughout fucking walking through Kmart. (laughs) Like I want to do that. And I'm intentional with that. But what I also want to do is clock off for the night and go and have snuggle time with my six-year-old. And we will talk about Christmas because that's a fucking thing that we love to do right now is we're going to talk about how magical we're going to make Christmas this year and that we're going to put up lights on our house and her dad is going to hate it and we're going to have all these parties and like, I want to do that too, right? And it's just being, it's about being fucking intentional with what you want to do and it being okay that guess what? Like I was voxering a private client while there was a kid fucking screaming. Who gives a fuck? I, you know, was putting my kids to bed last night and my husband was at the gym and I totally fucking forgot that we had a meeting at 7.30 PM for powerlifting. And I'm on a committee. I'm I'm a state chair. And I was like, fuck, fuck me. And I messaged him and I was like, oh shit. It was like 20 past seven. I was like, oh boy, I forgot. And I had Amity in my arms. She'd just gone down my six-year-old, she goes down about seven and I could hear her crying out, out the top. And I was like, you know what? You got a choice right now. You can either not come into this meeting or you can put your fucking headphones on. You can put yourself on mute, let people know in the chat. And like, I wanted to do that. And like, I was okay to be in that space. And like, I went up and I sat in bed with Lexi and she wanted me to stroke her hair. So I did that. And I was listening in my headphones and I was like, you know what? This moment in time, this hour in my life is I am doing both things right now. And I'm intentionally making that choice that I'm going to be on this meeting and listen. And I'm intentionally being in this bed with my child, holding her hand because she had a sore throat. And like, that is fucking okay. And it doesn't matter if I'm not completely on with this meeting or it doesn't matter if I'm not completely on with my daughter at this point in time. Like my choice was that I wanted to do both right then and there. And I didn't feel guilty. I didn't feel bad. It was a decision that I made. And then the decision that I'm going to make tonight is that I'm going to hug my, my five month old because she's a little bit funny after having had her needle. She's a little bit unsettled. So I know that she's going to want me and I want to be with her. And I'm going to go and have a shower with my daughter 
and that's what I'm going to intentionally do and there's going to be no work overlap tonight. And like, that's cool too. Like, it's not that I'm doing any better tonight or being more intentional with my children because I don't have my headphones in, right? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that last night it was less intentional. It's just that those were the intentions of my choices. And sometimes there's overlap and that's fucking okay. And sometimes there's points where it's like, I'm only doing one thing and that's cool too. And sometimes it means that I've got multiple fucking things going on. But like, I will not lose attachment to all these things that I love because if I lose attachment to me as a business owner, I will fucking be miserable. Business lights me up. Mentoring lights me up. Having a team lights me the fuck up. And so if I were to not honor that part of myself because I love it, like, holy fuck, I would be one miserable human being and one miserable mother and I would show up as a sad sack for my children. And so I think like losing attachment to your business when having kids, like I do get it that it can happen for sure, but it 110% doesn't have to happen, but you need to be very fucking intentional with your choices and be very fucking intentional with the voices that you listen to, the people's projections that you hold. Like you have to be able to do all that because people will try and tell you what you should be doing. People will throw shade on you left, right, and center. People will just operate out of their lens and throw judgments to you because that's what they see and that's their worldview, right? But my worldview is my worldview. And I will run my world the way that I choose to do it because of how it supports me personally, how it supports my family, how it supports my children, how it supports my businesses and my staff. And I will do that over and over and over again. And so like continuing to stay anchored into all these fucking parts of myself is like, it's a not, it's not, it's not a non-negotiable. It's, I think that's kind of the wrong word, but it's like, it's not a thing. Like I don't lose these things in myself because it's not even, it's not an option not to be these parts. It's not an option not to honor these parts of myself because if I don't honor business, I don't honor a part of my identity. And I think that if you have children and you want to continue to do business, cool, fucking go for it. Honor that part of yourself, right? But also if you have children and you find that your interests change or your desires and passions change, honor that too. Because I do think that business owners that then have children and say, oh, I really don't want to lose this part of myself. I just say to them, like, you have no fucking idea how it's going to change when you have a kid. Because that's a big thing, right? Like having a child and bringing life into this world Like you might not lose this interest for your business, but you also might. And that's okay too, because I think that if someone's a really quote unquote, like successful business owner before children, they almost think like, oh, well, I don't want to lose it. And if they do have children and they find that they don't want to do it anymore, it's like, oh, I've, I failed. And it's like, no, like if you find that you don't want to run your businesses the way you have, or you want to close things down, or if you want to change path, that's cool too. And it doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't mean that you're not succeeding. It just means that things have changed. Like I knew for me that through both of my children, I knew that I would still be fucking running businesses. I just know how ingrained this interest and this love for business is. I just didn't know what that was going to look like. And like, I'm, you know, Amity's literally five months today. And I didn't expect that I would be as at home as much as I am And I've stopped breastfeeding. Um, My period came back like a week ago and it's very much impacted my um, supply. 
Um, and it, it's meant that I'm like, like not tied to her. That's a horrible way to say it, but like, yeah, like she's less dependent on me because now I'm going to be, she's got, gone to formula and she's going to be starting to eat some solids soon. So like that means now that I can actually go into the gym more. And I did that on Monday and Tuesday and it felt so fucking good. And so now my day to day and my week to week is changing a little bit. And now I'm like, Oh, okay. What do I want to do? I don't have to go back to being there every day or those three days that I work. Cause I have Wednesdays and Fridays with her because my husband's um, working on those days, but I'm like, yeah, I think I want to do Mondays and Tuesdays and I'm not going to go in tomorrow, even though it's my you know day to be able to do that. And so it's just finding things because things change with children, right? Like they, you don't know what the fuck they're going to be like. And like, you know, she's five months old and I've done a lot of business stuff in the last five months, but she's also a really chill baby. (laughs) And like, what I mean by that is like, she's such a happy baby. She is just fucking the real MVP of like, wow. She's just, yeah. Like she's a really calm energy, um, like her sleep's pretty shit. Don't get me wrong. But like, even if she's had some like shitty sleep, she's still just got a smile on and she's just like, she's just a, a really, really calm energy. And so it's like, cool. That's meant that I can come back fucking as full steam as I want to. But if I had a really harder or a challenging baby, like that might be different. Right. So it's like, this attachment to your business, the points that I kind of want to wrap up here is like, it's about intention. It's about being fucking intentional and honoring parts of yourself. And if business is one part of that, that is one part of you that you want to fucking honor, then please fucking do that for yourself. But if things change, then that's okay too. And it's also just like letting things be like letting things come, right? Like, if, if you want to continue with business, like go ahead and do that, but don't get so tied down to things having to look a certain way because babies will do what they're going to do. Babies will be whoever they're going to be. And if you try and do something that is against that or against you, like it's just going to be a fucking shit fight. So don't lose attachment to your business, but lose attachment to things having to look a fucking certain way. And my life is the way that it is. To some people, it looks one way. To other people, it looks another way and whatever. But like I have so many different things that are going on in my life and I love that. And I'll continue to nurture that because that's what makes me whole as a person. That's what makes my businesses live. But also remembering that my businesses only live when I have other people alongside me fucking living in their best self and that's kind of the reality of where my businesses are at like you know the next kind of 12 months is we will be as you know we'll, we'll be stepping into seven figures and like to be honest like I I don't do that all myself there's help but I am the person that's navigating the vision and being that person at the top that's like you know where are we going and like How can we encompass all of these amazing people in my life, in my businesses that are either hired or pay us money as service clients or whatever? Like, how can we collectively move towards this greater vision? Um, And that's kind of like, that's kind of where we're at. So I feel like this episode went on heaps of fucking twists and turns, but it just felt so right to like record and, and hit it tonight. But 
I can hear the showers just turning on. So I'm going to go and have a fucking shower um, and close up my business stuff for the night. Eat some food. Have a sleeping baby on me. Um, watch American... No, we finished that last night. We were watching American Gladiators on Netflix. So mm, I'm going to go and watch some TV with my husband and then get up and have a great time doing business tomorrow. So thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.